Denise. Hello. Hi, Denise. Hello, Kaylee. Um, welcome back to our show. Uh, we've had, I think you were saying, like a month off now? Yeah, it's been a, been a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, it's been, I mean... Dude, the world exploded. Like, <laughs> are, are you drinking, buddy? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so we... That, that is what we do now. <laughs> that's what you do now. That's what I do now. Um... We've been working on some kinks. Uh, we've realized the sound quality of our last episode was pretty poor. Um, actually, it did sound better when it was recording, but then once it was posted, for whatever reason, it just sounded like shit. But part of that could have been because Ray was in Australia. Actually, I think that was a big part of it. Yeah, so, fuck those guys. Yeah, oh, fuck them. The fucking backwards technology. So we're going to try a few different things, um, try and make the sound quality a little bit better, but... I think for now we've been talking about just kind of axing the idea of having a guest unless it's going to sound good. Yeah. Right. Bring, bringing in a third party means another set of shit to go wrong. So, yeah. So we're just going to see how this goes and hopefully, uh, Monday we'll have a little bit better of idea of where we can go with this. Cause that's when they're starting to announce, I don't know what they call it, like the plan Are for... They? Oh, whatever, the fucking dehorn-teening. Yeah, that's on Monday. They're going to start to talk about it anyway. And it's then... going to fucking suck. It's going to be like, we can do elective surgeries, which I don't give a shit about who gets her goddamn knee replaced. You might, though. No, my knees are fine. I care. Well, eventually it's going to start to affect you, though. I care. I can't get my MRI. Um, but no, there, like there might be, like you were saying, in other provinces... Uh, they're allowing like small groups of people getting together, in well, which they're case opening up to a two household bubble. Oh right, okay. which is like if you think it was shitty getting picked last in gym class in fucking elementary school, <laughs> you wait till no one wants to be in your goddamn household bubble. Oh shit, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Oh, you think getting rejected on Tinder is bad? Then there's gonna be like slutty families too yeah. that are like they have too many friends. And you have like the mistress household. Yeah. Like, secretly also interacting with and then you're gonna find out that like your one chosen household has like another household and then it's gonna like oh like pam and jam like oh this is like the first two names i thought of um john and carol have been like seeing this other family i don't know um okay so obviously dating has changed um what are you what are you doing? Are you going on virtual dates? Uh, well, I downloaded all the dating apps again. I think it's been that long since we, we didn't did, a, did an episode. But yeah, I downloaded everything again. Everything. Well, I started with Bumble because I couldn't download Tinder. Right. Because uh, of the Tinder account for the show. Kaylee had done it initially, but they had flagged her as this isn't a person looking to get laid. So she got banned for life. <laughs> So then I had to set up the Tinder account with my information. So then I couldn't set up my own personal Tinder account because they already had my phone number. So then I set up a Bumble account, which I fucking hate. Yeah. And that pissed me off so much. So then I found a workaround <laughs> for Tinder, which was that I used somebody else's phone number. Mm. So my Tinder account 
now is associated with a phone number of a heterosexual married man in St. John's. <laughs> oh. So, Steve Hill, thank you very much. <laughs> That's actually really smart. Yeah, look, he's a fucking good friend. So you think, well, you've, st- you've said this before, that you think that Tinder is better than Bumble. I do think that, but, but, uh, last weekend, I downloaded Hinge, and that is the best of all. I hate Hinge. Oh, I like Hinge. I've had more conversations in Hinge after one fucking day than I had in Tinder on a goddamn month. I hate the setup of Hinge. I hate that... Actually, you're going to have to remind me, but you don't have to match with someone on Hinge, right? Like, you just... You can see their profile. You express interest either by liking a photo comment or making a comment on a photo or comment. Right. Whereas, like, on Tinder or Bumble, you both have to swipe... Right. Right to agree to talk to each other. Yes. But on Hinge, you could be a total uggo and you could approach a hot person. You could. Where on Tinder, you kind of can't. Right. But what I like about Hinge is that... Normally, so if someone comments on your photo or your answer to one of your questions, the conversation has already even started. There's none of this, mm. I match with you, you match with me. It's very passive, and now someone has to make the first move, but no one wants to. The person that did the commenting or whatever has made the first move. That's what I liked about it. I don't know, though, because you can just like the photo or whatever you want to do. You don't have to comment. You can just yeah, like. but then you don't have to, you don't have to, like... Like that person back or whatever and but talk then, to them. But what pisses me off is that you can say, I invite this person to start a conversation, which I hate so fucking much. If you want to talk to somebody, talk to them. Don't be like, I invite you to start a conversation. That's like dropping your hanky. Yeah, but then you can like press the X and so that person goes away. And it's not <laughs> like it's not like you guys have matched and it's like, ooh, potential, but then you know, no one does anything about it. So this person is in your match gallery for eight years. That's how I felt about Hinge. I felt I had a giant gallery of potential conversations and I wanted to have none of them. No. That's so weird. No, what maybe, was your age? Okay, maybe I have like, I'm on the fucking Hinge honeymoon phase. I hated it from zero, but okay. Okay, so you've talked to some people on Hinge. Mm-hmm. Did you have any like dates? I did. I had uh, a virtual date on Thursday with some fella. Okay, what do you consider a virtual date? Uh, we did like a video chat. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I've done video chats and phone calls. I think okay. I, I think the phone chats. call is. I I would rather the video chat and the phone call. Hundred percent phone call for me. Phone call. Phone stress me out. It's like talking to my mother. I'm like. Eh. No, video call stresses me out because I'm looking at my own face. Well, that's your choice. I can't. <laughs> then you should go out with people more attractive than you. <laughs> no, because it's too distracting. It's too distracting. And also, um, there's a delay. Whereas, like, if you're on a phone, there's absolutely no delay. No, I like the fact that I can I can see you. And if there's, like, a little lull, we can just, like, look at each other awkwardly versus mm-hmm. sit in silence. And I like to be able to get to, like, see, a, like, a little bit of the place. Okay, yes and no. Cause I, I can tell if you're a fucking slob. Again, yes and no. Because I think letting somebody into your house, and this isn't even just on dates. Like, this is coworkers, because now everybody has to work from home, and friends, and relatives, and whatever it might be. Like, now you're letting them into, like, a very intimate space. Like, maybe you don't want someone to be in that space when you first meet them. It's not natural. Oh, I well, think it's I, okay, odd. I wouldn't I wouldn't do a video chat from home with coworkers. That's gross. But you but, have to if you're working from home. 
and you have no, you meetings. don't. You don't. You don't have to. You don't. don't you, you? Can, you can just do audio, like at oh. work. Like for me, most people just do audio. And if anyone does video at work, I'm like, ew, X. I don't want to fucking see you. Oh, okay. I feel yeah. better about that then. Yeah. Because I was stressing me out a lot. Yeah. I don't want to see them either. Yeah, it's great. Uh, one of on the the Zoom classes for the gym. Oh, that's right. You um, yeah, that. there's like there's. Um, Althea, she doesn't have, like, video capability or whatever, so she's just, like, there, and she, like, types in stuff, and it's fine. Hmm. So, yeah, you don't have to. It's an option. Okay. All right. But, okay, if you're dating, though, like, if it's a virtual date, then the expectation is, this is my face, that's your face. Yeah, I want to I make sure I'm not getting catfished. Uh, I get it, but also I think everyone's uglier on video. Oh, no. Thousand percent. No, the lighting on video chat looks great. No, I always lose my boner oh oh i always think i look great on video chat because like you i always look at myself <laughs> i think i look way worse on video chat oh, no no there's, i there's been times i've been video chatting with people i'm like oh i'm like yeah i wish i looked like that every fucking day no i hate it so much but I, maybe also because when i'm at home i often don't wear makeup or do my hair or anything like that so maybe that's part of it but um okay so you had a date and mm-hmm. then did it go well yes it went really well we're gonna have another one tomorrow Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. What else did I get to know? Uh, oh, so this guy, when we were texting, he mentioned this, and then we did the video chat, he mentioned this too. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I recognized you from Winterbrow. Oh. Uh, which is uh, like a beer event that I go to every year. It was, uh, is in, it's in November. And so now I'm like, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you like saw me somewhere and noticed me. But I'm like, oh, a long time ago. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because I, I don't like someone who went to that event could come and slap me in the face, and I wouldn't fucking, <laughs> I wouldn't know any better. I recently, we can get into this later, maybe if it gets there. But I recently went on a date in person with a human, and he. And I are in a similar social circle to a degree. Like, we know some of the same people. And he told me that he remembered me from, like, years before, maybe two years before, because I filled the room with my large personality. I know. I was so offended. And, but I had to, Jesus Christ. I know. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you filled the room with your fart on your personality. <laughs> it's basically just saying, like... You fat lab person. Yeah, it didn't... Um, You're very overbearing. <laughs> yeah. You stuck in my memory and I didn't talk to you for several years. I liked you that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it didn't feel good. Um, okay, but I think something interesting to talk to you about in terms of virtual dating is that... Okay, this is something you and I are very different about. You are open to talking to people who don't live locally on dating apps and this was pre-quarantine okay this i i don't want to say i got tricked into it i kind of got tricked into it so <laughs> i got tricked into I all did, those things i get tricked into a lot of stuff i'm pretty <laughs> stupid um so on dating apps i always sent uh set my my distance filter to really small because i don't i'm not interested in getting involved with anyone who lives in fucking vancouver or duncan or like yeah i don't know fucking dates with this fucking soup or even the goddamn flying first right like i want Ideally, if I could walk to your house, that would be fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's true. All right, so one time on Tinder, someone had super liked me. And I'm like, oh, look at this person. And, and I looked at, he, it didn't have a where you live thing. And I had a clue because it said he went to like Washington State University. Yeah. But I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever person. 
And yeah, this person lives in Washington state. So they're outside of my distance range, but because they super liked me, that superseded uh, the consent I'd given for distance. So thanks fucking Tinder, I guess. But you still could have unmatched him. You know, I could have, I could have, but it, it kind of defeats the purpose of setting preferences if they're gonna show. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. If they're gonna show you people outside of those preferences, okay. if someone you know thinks you're like super hot. Or right. Whatever. That makes sense. Anyways, whatever. Uh, so I matched with this person that lived in, lives in Everett, and America. America, yeah, America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we started texting, uh, and then yeah, we had a bunch of video chats over the course of however many months. And actually, it was, a, it was I really enjoyed it. I know you enjoyed it, but I, yeah, that's what's so interesting to me is because I don't want to go on a date with somebody. I don't want to talk to somebody. I don't want to build a romantic connection with somebody who doesn't, who isn't local to me because I just feel like it's so much effort. And then you're setting yourself up to be sad. But other people do it and are successful and end up having these happy relationships. I don't have that drive. This was weird too because ultimately I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a long distance relationship. I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. I'm never gonna move to fucking Washington. Mm-hmm. Like so I guess all that I knew going into it. So this was just like a like a fun, oh maybe we'll meet up and have a nice weekend and just enjoy each other's company or uh, whatever. So there was the potential of a weekend or something. Well or so I thought. <laughs> Because we, so we started, we started talking and I think we had had like one video chat and this was like a few days into it. So we'd been talking for like four days Okay. and then he's like, oh, hey, like I have tickets to some preseason Seahawks game. Do you want to come down and go to it? And I'm like, like, dude, we've been talking for four days. Oh yeah, it was so early. Like that was, yeah, that was like right after we matched. I'm like, this is, I'm like, not, not quite yet. And I was like, all right, fine. And so then we kept chatting and then a few weeks later, uh, it came out in conversation that I don't ever want to have children. Oh yeah. And then that was, that was like a big deal for him because he wants like, you know, the fucking wife and kids and whatever, dog and pick a fence and all that shit. Was that ever going to happen with you? Well, so far as I was concerned, that was never a possibility from the get go. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as he was concerned, he would have been willing to try and make that work. That's insane to me. Uh, well, people are, people are fucking, I actually... Okay. And when everything's said and done, I don't think he would have done that, but whatever. Right. So, yeah. So, that came out. I don't want kids. And so, then he, like, kind of went cold. And then, like... How start- dare you, person I've been talking to four days, not want to have babies? Oh, no, this, this was, like, a month later. Oh, okay. This, this okay. came out that I didn't want, mm. didn't want kids. So, then okay. he, like, kind of, like, went a bit distant. And then he, like, popped back up. And this happened, like, a whole bunch of times that he would, like, go cold. And then, and then uh, like come crawl back out of the woodwork and stuff and uh everything kind of came to a head well i actually came to a head a couple of times <laughs> but the the like how everything ended was we hadn't spoken in a while because something had happened and then i was actually going down to seattle anyways for just like a thing I'm, i was doing i was doing my crossfit level one course and that was in seattle and I'm like, hey, like, 
I'm going to be in Seattle. Like, I don't really expect anything, but I would have felt weird if I hadn't at least let you know. Fine. And he's like, oh, great. Like, we hadn't spoken in a while at this point. But he's like, okay, great. We can, like, go out for dinner. That'll be all, that'll be all right. I'm like, great. Uh, so then we start texting a bit more. And then we got into the stupidest fight <laughs> over the stupidest, most unimportant thing that ever happened. And he pulled the plug on it. <laughs> what had happened was, so this was in like January. And he had made some comment about, oh, did you see Prince Harry? Because him and Meghan Markle were like <laughs> staying in Saanich or something, right? Like he had just been like, he just ran away from England and they were staying there. I'm like, ah, no, something, something, something. So then we started talking about that. And we got into this huge fucking fight because he thinks <laughs> Meghan Markle is this fucking Machiavellian villain that's trying to, like, abscond with Harry and steal him from the family and make him, like, give up his royal fucking duties and obligations. And I'm just like, no, they're two people that love each other. <laughs> And he saw what happened to his mother and doesn't want the same thing to happen to his wife. Oh, my God. And so then we got into, yeah, then I, we got into a little debate about that, I suppose. And then he was like, I don't think we should see each other have fun in Seattle. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the, la- the last thing I texted him was, are you fucking shitting me? Because <laughs> at this point, this was in January and we had been talking since August. You fucking fuckstick. Are you fucking shitting me? That's the, Yeah, that's a really pathetic reason to... Okay, aren't you so sad you didn't have his kids? He seems really emotionally stable. Well, and it wouldn't have worked anyways because he's very conservative. Yeah, he seems... Well... Because at one point we were talking about uh, stuff and he's like, oh, I would move to Canada. And then I'm like... Then it's like, you wouldn't move to Canada. Your fucking family owns some tugboat business and you fucking, you won't give up the tug job. <laughs> the sweet tug perks. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, okay. So this is something we were talking about the other day, which was ever since quarantine happened, like people are just popping back out of the woodwork. Like you called it the return of the exes. Which is so true. Yeah. It's like Mark Morrison, baby. They just fucking are just popping the... Just popping the whack-a-mole. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. And it seems to be... Actually, I can't speak to this for men. Maybe it's not happening the same way. But it seems to be a very man thing that's happening. So why? Why? And then is it because, like... Okay. So single people, especially single people who live alone... We are isolated. We are sad. We need human contact. We are bored and horny. We're bored and horny. Do we go for somebody new? Or is it a safer bet to go for somebody you already know and maybe get laid? Right? Because if you're talking to somebody on a dating app... The stakes are very high right now. It's just so like yeah, like entering in a new circle of personal contact is with someone you don't really know. Yeah. It's just different. It's mm-hmm. just a, a just kind of a side note. I wonder if this was what it was like when AIDS was a thing. Like when it was new, when people were figuring out about it and everyone was scared to like Back when everybody. it was still called GRID? Was it called GRID? Yeah, GRID which stands for gay related immune disease. Whoa. Yeah, that's not very PC. Whoa. 
Yeah. Shit. I learned that from And the Bad Played On, starring Matthew Modine. Fuck. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so anyway, the question of should you bang somebody you already know, somebody new, blah, 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 blah. Um, I would, okay, I would rather bang someone I know, but not an ex. But then what happens... I, I don't I don't fucking backslide. I don't want to start that now. Yeah, I don't want to backslide either. But then what happens when quarantine ends and now this person who you kind of didn't want to bang before, but now you bang because it was quarantine, now what? Well, what if it's the other way around? What if the other person is the one who didn't want to bang you? <laughs> I think I'm much more likely to be in that scenario than to be the one that did the reluctant bang. But then... But... Same question, though. Then what happens? Well, then you gotta, I guess... Do you have to suss it out, or is it assumed? Is it what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas situation? Yeah, that would be a very good conversation to have... Is it? ...after the initial encounter. Oh, I don't know. Is that a pre-conversation? It's all shit. It's... Okay, no, it's not a pre-conversation, because it depends on how the hookup happens. If There's I, only I, one I, way I guess it's happen. I guess it has to be someone that you're like in the room with to begin with. So obviously you're together for a reason. It's not yeah, like you, yeah. it's not like you just walked by someone you know on the street and you like fucking yeah. fell into each other's crotches. Yeah, you know, you definitely have to suss it out like I'm home alone, you're home alone. Would you like to be home alone in my home where we're not supposed to be alone? Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah. Nice way of saying that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin McAllister's <laughs> Yeah. The other day, um, Denise matched with one of my... I wouldn't call him an ex. Okay, but that was intentional. Yeah, yeah. I, no. was, I was on Hinge, and I saw this guy that Kaylee had gone out with a few times. And the reason I know this guy was because on their first date... <laughs> so on their, their first date, uh, they were going to get drinks. And because I'm a fucking grade-A friend, I'm like, okay, Kaylee, I will bring you down to the date... And then I will come pick you up and bring you home. So I could drink. So you could have drinks because that's what fucking... It was really nice. That's what fucking bitches do, right? It was really nice. Okay, so... And uh, then you texted me halfway through in all caps and said, this is an emergency and I am not kidding. Or what did you say? Something like that. It was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got your back, man. <laughs> so Kaylee was on this date and I guess it was going reasonably well. No, it wasn't. It was like C+. Plus. Okay, so... I, I was drunk. I was at home uh, waiting for the inevitable, hey, come pick me up. And the text I got was like, hey, come hang out with us. <laughs> well, because I didn't know if I... Which was kind of weird. Nah, you liked it. I did. It was, I, was, I was totally happy to come get a look at this fucking person that you were out with. It was nice. No, no, it was good. I had a good time. Anyways, so I met this person. It's also a George Costanza move, by the way. It's to nice. introduce a friend when things aren't going super well. Because then they can see how you interact with your friends. And then they can get a different like view of you. Right? Well, and then you also have someone, I guess, like, if it hadn't been going well to bring in your friend, it's like, no, this is someone that's going to, like, play me up. Yeah. And, like, you're going to see all my good qualities because yeah. I'm fucking gold with this one. And if you don't know if somebody's shit, if you bring your friend in, then you have another opinion to be like, oh, no, he's a dubber for sure. <laughs> Unless the friend is someone you already <laughs> know and hate, which has happened to you. Oh, yeah, no, we can't even talk about that. We can't address that. So one time I went on a date and then it was a fucking basically a blind date and he he brought friends and I knew the friends and it was terrible. Anyway, I can't I can't even think about that. It makes okay. Sense. So I I <laughs> met up with Kaylee and her date this one time, and so Kaylee and this guy went out a few times and Meh. it didn't work out. 
whatever. And then I saw this guy on this dating app. And I will put, I will add that when things fizzled, Kaylee was like, fuck that guy. He was not really very nice when things ended. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily like, a, oh, best of luck. He was like, yeah. no, he's kind of an asshole. He was kind of an asshole. All right. So now I'm on fucking dating app and I'm like, hey, look, there's this asshole. <laughs> And so, because I'm, like, you know, the mama bear that I am, I'm like, you hurt my friend, I want to hurt you. <laughs> so, I just said something shitty to him, and then he messaged me back, and I don't think he realized I was being shitty. <laughs> Which, okay, normally I wouldn't condone that, but actually it was really funny. And it reminds me, okay, Oh, fuck. When was this? Maybe a year or two ago? No. When was this? I can't remember where I lived. It was a couple years ago. Denise and I were at the bar. And I had just finished telling her this story about this guy that I used to... I would say that we dated. So, okay. I'm going to call... This is a long time ago. This is when you... I think you still live in the Squimal then. Did I? I think so. You didn't, you didn't live... Yeah, you didn't... Oh, yeah. I didn't live yeah. in, in Quadra. Yeah. Okay, so... This was a few years ago then, probably almost three years ago. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the point is, oh, so it was just the beginning of our friendship. Yeah. So you were just becoming protective of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I uh, first broke up with my last boyfriend, which is like about five years ago, I went on one of my very first Tinder dates ever with this guy who I'm just going to call the Russian because it's a really accurate way of describing him. He's like very Russian. So we went on one date and it was really good. And it was, like, hands down the best date that we ever had. It never got good again. <laughs> but- <laughs> I think it was the best date you'd ever had. Like, to date. It was, no. like, so, it was like, no, the best of all the times. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ooh, that's, a, that's not a really high bar. Yeah. And then I think my self-esteem was so low. And I was so new to online dating that I just, I just accepted every shitty thing that he did. And I... I don't know. I just was really stupid, I guess. But um, yeah, how long ago was this? Okay, it was this about five years ago. Okay, so that I was 20, You were him. like twenty-five. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, we saw each other for about a year. I thought that we were exclusive. He didn't. The reason I thought we were exclusive is because we agreed to be. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you literally had that conversation. Yeah, he said we didn't have that conversation. Um, but, okay, so I saw him for about a year. You didn't send him a notarized letter, did you? I didn't, and that, that's where I fucked up. <laughs> that's your error. I never saw him one time on a Friday after 9 p.m. or a Saturday or a Sunday, ever. Or a Sunday? Ever. Oh. Ever. See, to me, Sunday night is like the fucking, I don't give a shit, fucking free-for-all night. Ever. And at first, okay, at first I felt like, oh, he's busy. But then it started to make me feel crazy. And then I realized he was just banging everybody. But he did that thing where he makes you think you're crazy for having a question about something. Anyway. Oh, also, once he told me he was... There's a name for that. Gaslighting? Yeah. Yeah. Once he told me... um, Okay, Petro-Canada. That we couldn't... We couldn't hang out because, or like for a week or something, because he was going back to Russia. And then yeah, I. this period. Because people go to Russia for one week. Um, yeah, anyway, I ran into him downtown after he told me that. Oh, no. And he was having his birthday party. I know! <laughs> I just, he was so terrible to me. Okay. But the worst thing that he did to me was. Or didn't do. 
that he did not do was the entire time we were seeing each other, he did not go down on me once. And he said he didn't do it because it just wasn't his thing. And it made me feel really bad. That's shitty. Because he expected nonstop blowjays. Fucking God. Okay. There was a guy that I hooked up with twice that didn't attempt to go down on me either time. And I'm like, you're an asshole. I mean, twice is... I don't know. Like, if it's a thing, if it's a thing you don't do, if, like, if you're, if it's outside your comfort level, like, that's something you need to tell people. Otherwise, yeah, you just, should address it. Otherwise, it's just like you're just a fucking asshole. Especially when you expect it. Yeah, yeah. You should not. You should not expect to receive anything you're not willing to give. Exactly. Yeah. And it really fucked me up. Like for like a little while after that, I was like, oh my god. Like, is there a problem? Like, I don't know, should I feel self conscious? Um. So anyway, I told this to Denise. And then uh, we went out for drinks, and then Denise and I were sitting in a pizza, uh, like a late night, 3 a.m. pizza You're the situation. Joint. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the joint. Anyway, so we're sitting there in a booth, and then uh, fucking Dum Dum comes in with a couple of his friends, and they're like, oh, hey, can we sit here? And then I was like, uh, okay. So they sit down, and then I was like, oh, Denise, like, that's the Russian. And she was just like, what? Because you were also really drunk. Yeah. And then... You fucking laced into him the meanest I have ever heard anybody go after another person because he didn't go down on me for an entire year. Well, that is unforgivable. Yeah, and his friends agreed with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he deserves to have that on his public record. Yeah, you really ripped into him, though. And I, I would fuck him. Actually, fuck him, though, because he was really mean. And I yeah. normally would not condone that if it was, like, an amicable breakup and, you know, people were both nice people and whatever. But he was so shitty that that was really uh, vindicating for me. Yeah. So thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I'm here for. I, I know. I exist often in life to be the bad guy. And especially if he was fucking coming back for more, which was totally the move of yeah. you're drunk, I'm coming to sit down with you, it's 3 a.m., whatever. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fucking Russian. Fucking Ru- you know what? Russians are notoriously misogynistic. He was real shit. Oh, also once I went to his house and I found, like, girl stuff in his bathroom. Like tampons? No, like hair ties and shit like that. Mm. And I was like, ugh. And then whenever I'd ask him about it, it was just some dumb answer and I knew it was He's crap. like, that's my cock ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it just was all shit. Oh, man. And he lived in this... Okay, he lived in a really nice new building. But it was designed in a way that the walls were glass. So he had a roommate... But when his roommate was home, you could literally hear each, like, I could hear his roommate breathe when we were both in our rooms and, like, walls were shut. That's terrible. It was so intimate and so terrible. So when we banged, we had to be, like, basically perfectly still. It was just, like, like, it was just fucking awful. It's like in fucking a handmaid's tale. What? You know that show a handmaid? Okay, it was a book. Okay. And there was a show about this dystopian society where, like, most people are sterile and they've identified the women that can still have children and they've, like, sent them to, like, families of rich couples so the husband can, like, impregnate them. Oh. And they fuck once a week and it's a ritual. So it's, like, the husband and the handmaid and, like, the wife is, like, behind the handmaid holding her. <laughs> and it's super weird. <laughs> no, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's... it's- a great book and a great show. Oh. Um, Margaret Atwood, a Canadian. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty risque. Yeah, it's fucking... Shit. Fucking, shit's, shit got real. <laughs> shit. 
Um, all right. Well, on that note. Um, so, okay. We're talking about Return of the Exes. Another thing I wanted to talk about was orbiting. Oh, okay. Return of the Exes. The fucking American. The American fucking returned. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this was like into the quarantine. So after all this fucking shit, <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you start from Meghan Markle. Fucking be gone with ye, woman. A, I guess he's a pirate now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was like, all right, fine, fuck you. Uh, a few weeks into the quarantine, I get this fucking message from him, and it's just like, oh, I just, with all the coronavirus, I just want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> and, Shut up! Oh, fuck you. And so then, I guess, this was like on Facebook Messenger, right? So he wrote the message, and then he could see that I had read it, so then he started messaging me more, and I didn't say anything. And then he's like, I can tell you're reading these. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like super fucking crazy, right? And so then I said, are you drunk? Like, (laughs) which I knew he was drunk because this was his M.O. He would fucking get drunk and fucking message me and want to fucking video chat so I could like fucking dance around in my underwear while he jerked off. That's that's what happened. That's what Amer- that's apparently that's what American Americans are really into fucking jerking off via video chat. That is so weird to me to never meet somebody in person and then they jerk off on video for you. I can't. This happens so many times. <laughs> that has never happened to me. I would consider that assault. <laughs> ah, he was. <laughs> it was fine. I would also get nothing out of it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Anyways. I would have, like, that minimized, and I'd be watching Friends while he was doing that. Well, he wasn't, okay, he wasn't, like, showing me his dick when he jerked off. Maybe he was just petting his dog, like, really vigorously. Like, okay, he showed me his dick, like, two times ever. (laughs) Just, like, a little. And the times they fucking panned into his dick were times where I was, like, doing something else and wasn't looking. I'm like, what? I missed the dick? I just... I was very upset. Anyways, anyways, I'm like, are you drunk? Because this, whatever. He's like, and his response was, I'm mostly sober, which means, yes, I'm fucking shit-faced. Right. Because that's what I would say right now if someone asked me if I was drunk, I'm mostly sober. Oh. So, yeah. And so he fucking texted. Anyways, it was just a whole fucking shit show of. I can't believe. Him just having this really one-sided conversation with me and being pissed off that I wasn't responding, but I was reading it. And so, <laughs> like that's funny. And so then, when I when I actually responded, I'm like, "Hey, I'm like, out of all of the fucking terrible men I was involved with last year, you were the only one that made me feel genuinely shitty about myself." Oh, yeah, which which is fucking true. And then he gave me the fucking essentially gave me the "I'm sorry you feel that way," oh. which is the fucking worst because yeah. it's a non apology. It's basically saying it is, "Sorry you have feelings." It's a zero percent admission of guilt. It's yeah. like, well, I'm. It's unfortunate that you're so unreasonable that your emotions take control. Of your woman emotions yeah, are getting exactly you know, are clouding your judgment. Anyway, so I told him to fuck off. So if you ran into him on the street one day, do you think that you would know it was him for sure? Yes. I don't feel that way with video chats. Which is interesting that you say that because you have face blindness. Oh, we, we spent hours on video chats. That doesn't matter. You have walked by people you know in real life in public. I know. I've been people <laughs> waving in front of my face. But that's But that is... Okay, certain times it's less about face blindness and more about... 
me like living in my bubble and minding my own business and like not wanting to interact with people. Mm. Sometimes it's that. Sometimes it is face blindness because <laughs> there was one time I was dating a guy and we had been dating for a few weeks or something. And so it was going to, was, this was going to be the first time that I ever met any of his friends. And so I was meeting them at this uh, bar that used to be my, this fucking sick ass bar that used to be the goddamn hojo at my house where they had fucking <laughs> dirty karaoke on Saturdays. But then they fucking got, they got shut down, which made me really sick. Anyways, I was meeting them at this place. So I, like, I showed up and I knew they were there and already I started to panic because I hate trying to find people in places like that because I know, I know I'm terrible with faces and it just, it just stresses me out, right? So I started to panic and I looked around and then I'm like, oh, okay, there's him, fucking white guy beard glasses, that's him. And I go over and I'm like, hey, what's up? And then the guy just like looks at me like, well, who the fuck are you? And he's like with a woman and I'm like, oh, oh, you're not the person I'm here to see. And then I just start to scan around and like five degrees to my left, I see the guy waving his hand just like through the air with all of his friends cracking the fuck up. Oh no. That was very embarrassing. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So, okay, just as a little segue, but kind of still on topic here. What do we think, and it's not up to us, but what do we think are the reasonable expectations for distancing right now when you're a couple or when you're newly starting to date somebody like what are the fucking rules i think if you i think if you're in a relationship with someone you don't live together it's whether whether or not you live together if you're dating it's one household i think i think it's stupid and unreasonable to expect you know people that are in a relationship to not be around each other because of this fucking bullshit. And just because they're not living together. Yeah, just because you're not living. It's, 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 I don't want to say living with someone is an arbitrary designation, but it's... It's not arbitrary, but it's different having a roommate and having a partner. Like, you can have three roommates, and then you live with four people. Yep. And if you're a boyfriend and girlfriend, you each live alone. You're only two people interacting, right? Like, yep. It's... I'm, I obviously there's variables like maybe one of you has an elderly parent or grandkid or grandkid, a disease. I hope not, but I don't know why I said that. No, but yeah, but or is immunocompromised. I've, I've seen things on Reddit where people are like looking for relationship advice, and it's like, oh, I'm a person, and the person I'm dating, uh, like wants to hang out during quarantine. What should I do? And everyone on Reddit is like, you shouldn't do it. You should dump this person because they're clearly an asshole. I'm like, oh, fuck off. No, man. Like, this fucking shit should, could last for like six months. Yeah. And like, also, okay. There's, there's no amount of video chat that's going to fucking, I don't know. It's not the same. Yeah, and, oh, what if you're physically not touching another human being for like six months or a year? I'm sorry. That's not reasonable. Okay. I know firsthand that that's psychologically damaging. Of course it, it is. It fucks you up. And, like, okay, it's also really easy to sit on your married high horse and be, like, it's, you know, those... If you're someone that lives in, like, a four-person household, you don't get to pass judgment on people who live alone wanting to be around somebody else. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. And we both have jobs where we get to leave our house, but if we didn't, like, if you and I... I can't imagine. Yeah, if I had to wake up, be home all day, and then be alone all day... 
There's that's not sustainable like, for you. I could work at home if I wanted to. Most of the people, like virtually everyone I work with, works at home. There's like three of us still going in, and that's one of the big reasons why, like I don't because I just I don't want to spend all of my time in my house. I just yeah, that's overwhelming. It's, yeah, it's overwhelming. I don't think it's reasonable to be going on a hundred Tinder dates and meeting a bunch of people and be doing that. Like I think that's different, but. Okay, so from my perspective, my opinion is, yeah, like you, I would not be opposed to meeting a new person in person, but I think right now uh, the vetting process has to be a lot more stringent. Yeah. Like, like normally you can like, oh, I'll fucking go on, you know, whatever, five dates this week if I wanted to, who gives a shit? Right. But you kind of can't do that now. You sort of have to like... I'm going to pick one person to fuck over fucking coronavirus and... You got to stick with it. Stick with it until until everything fucking plays out. Yeah, so now I fucked up and I picked wrong. So I... <laughs> I had... Well, not really. I had a couple of dates with someone who turned out to be like a narcissistic psychopath. <laughs> to put it nicely. Yeah. But I will say um, the one thing that I gained from that experience is that I learned um you can look somebody up on the BC uh court website criminal charges are public knowledge they are public knowledge so if you are unsure of somebody in times of hey you oh anyway sorry sorry if you're (laughs) that was a side note if you're unsure of somebody in times of the Rona you can look them up a yeah, little bit better. I can back her just, you don't even need a cop friend. Just go to the no, justice people. Just fucking Google it. So, okay, but on that note, though, would you rather be quarantining solo or would you rather be with a significant other? Just thinking about, like, boyfriends you've had before. Uh, it depends on what stage the relationship is. If it was someone that... Like, if we were still honeymooning, I would rather be with that person. Oof. But if it's like... It's going to speed up If we're getting into the fucking man. dog days of summer, then no way. Mm, like, I would never want... Like, yeah, anyone in the last 25% of the relationship, I would never want to... I would have lost my mind. Yeah, I'd... I do wonder about the divorce rate after or the breakup rate or whatever you know what i'm keeping my fingers crossed because that'll be good for us if every fucking couple breaks up (laughs) fucking so much new meat man or people will be so bitter whatever then i don't have something to talk about it's tough both ways though right like we're saying it's really tough to be alone and not see another person but i just know like when i've had roommates that i didn't click with or when i went traveling with somebody who i really liked before or i moved in with a boyfriend there was a certain point where i just felt like Oh my god, I need more space. Being bummed all the time is different than being angry and annoyed all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, being annoyed all the time is taxing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and especially if your space isn't that big, and then you had to listen to somebody's work calls, and somebody's like... One bedroom apartment. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that'd be really frustrating. Um, so what have you been doing to kill your time then other than work everything has been i guess like the two uh, the two things that took up most of my I guess aside from sleep but the two things that took up most of my time before is still the two things that take up most of my time 
now. It's just like work and working out. Oh, so you still are working out a lot? Oh, yeah. St- still a bunch. Like, so uh, I go to this fucking kick-ass gym that, like, loaned out a bunch of equipment for free. And then they have all this at-home programming. And that they have, like, online nice. classes. And, yeah, like, it's – that's really nice. So, so you're I'm, following I'm still doing still. all that. And I'm, I'm going doing the online classes even though I already did the stuff just to hang out, which is really nice, too. That is nice. Yeah, it's nice to see people that, like, you're used to seeing every day that you haven't seen in a very long time. So you still have a semblance of normal life. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, and during, that's nice for you. And during the week, like, I never used to fucking do shit during the week anyways. And so it's mostly really? just... You still went on dates. I, don't, I, didn't, mm, I didn't go on dates kinda. often. Uh, it was mostly the weekend nights that are, the, are make up the difference for me. Because right. that's when I would go out mostly. So. All right. Now I'm just drinking at home. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting, actually. You're still drinking. I could not drink alone. I would be so depressed. I never used to. I think the first time I like got drunk at home was like Christmas for last. I was like writing my Christmas cards <laughs> and like drank a bottle of wine and got shit faces up to 3 a.m. No, I, I would... I would start writing poetry or something. I, wrote, I would be okay, so sad. I wrote some crazy shit in those Christmas cards. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I think we're just about touched on everything we want to talk about, but just looking forward, so plans for the show, we kind of already talked about. Um, we still are looking for guests in a roundabout way, but not as actively as before. Like, we're kind of waiting to see where the shit goes, but... Our profile is still on Tinder. We're still out there. Okay, I haven't checked the fucking Tinder profile for the podcast yeah, in since, since I got my own. And it's not going to be deleted, right? Though, like that's and you can DM us actually on Instagram. That's probably a better way if you're. DM actually... is such it just is such a dirty sounding fucking phrase. What? No, it makes me think of BM actually. <laughs> oh, DM. I don't think it's DM dirty. sounds like getting the D to me. No, that's really gross. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you can send us a direct message on Instagram. I don't check um, it. You check that. I, don't check I do that. check it. It's the at was it good for you podcast. And I like my involvement with the podcast uh, as is, which is where I just show up and just drink and talk. You do the Tinder. No, I haven't. Well, shut up. <laughs> I did. I did for a while. No, and then did. it didn't fucking pan out except for that one guy. That one guy said he wanted to do it, but then we, like, the fucking world exploded, and then we didn't. Yeah, plus my schedule's real shit, so that plus doesn't help. Plus real shit. Um, we did, oh yeah, we forgot to say we had an exciting photo shoot with our oh, friend yes. Nella. Um, Pre-COVID. This coast photography. Well, no, it was the beginning of COVID, but it wasn't social distancing it's yet. It's pre-lockdown. Yeah. It was the last Saturday before the world exploded. Right under the wire. Yeah, it was actually like the day before, I think. Two days before. Are we going to use a new photo? So we did... Yeah. We did a couple... We did two locations. The first one was indoors. The second one was outdoors. And it was the fucking coldest day. It was so cold. That ever fucking happened. Are we going to... in Like, all the photos from the outdoor location... Were so cold. Ended up kind of looking like shit, because... We're so cold. I'm, I'm cold just thinking about it. It was March, but it was the coldest day of winter we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. But that was like, that was a good idea for... It was good. And to Nella was totally fabulous. Um, thank you so much, Nella. I don't remember if I just said it, but it's This Coast Photography um, is Nella's photography business and website. And you can check her out on Instagram as well. Um, so yeah, so you will see a few pictures 
uh, from Nella show up on our gram. Um, of us looking deceptively couplish. I know. A lot of them look real coupley. I know. Sharon a milkshake. Shut up. I think that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Archie and fucking Veronica at Pop Tates at the chocolate shop. Pop Tates. Oh, I don't want to be Archie. No, we're Betty and Veronica. Jinx. Buy me some Coke. (laughs) All right, I think that's a good place to end it. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll see you when we see you. Goodbye, underlings. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Fucking Morlocks? <clears throat> Goodbye, loyal, loyal listeners. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye, people of the world. <laughs> Bye. Underlings, it's terrible. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs>